Hello, HR professionals. Good news. This episode of the Cool Leaf podcast is valid for 0.5 professional development credits towards SHRM CP, SHRM SCP, and HRCI recertification. Stay tuned to access your certification code. Welcome to The Great Retention, a show spotlighting executive leaders who are building award-winning cultures where people feel empowered, seen, and recognized. I'm your host, John Duesberg, and I co-founded my own company and this podcast with the simple idea that life is short, so why not love the people with whom you work? We have a passion for helping people-first leaders like you connect individuals and teams inside of your organization to create stronger workplace communities and cultures. So whether you're leading a small business or a large enterprise, fully distributed or in the office, welcome to our community here at The Great Retention. Are you struggling to keep your remote team connected and engaged? Do you wanna know how to create a positive employee experience that leads to a more engaged workforce? In today's episode, I had the opportunity to talk about how to navigate remote work and build a thriving workplace culture with Angelique Hamilton, Vice President of People at Circular Health and founder of HR Chico. With a career spanning more than 20 years in human resources, leadership, coaching, and training, Angelique brings a passion for transforming corporate culture and creating an equitable and inclusive workplace for all employees. We discuss keeping employees connected through technology, the importance of promoting mental health and well-being, and the benefits of implementing a data-driven approach to employee experience strategy. Tune into this conversation with Angelique to hear practical tips and strategies for creating a positive employee experience that drives retention and productivity. Welcome to another episode of The Great Retention. Angelique, I'm so glad you are joining us today. So thank you so much. I'm so excited to jump in uh, to learn about your experience as a HR leader, um, how you're navigating things around burnout, around remote work, around culture. Um, so really appreciate uh, you joining us today on The Great Retention. Um, I wanted to just go ahead and jump in. First, thank you for coming um, but for our audience, right, um, if you don't mind, if we can get started with just tell us a little bit, a uh, little bit about your role, but also Circular Health, talk to us a little bit about, you know, the, you know, I know, you know, most folks are working remote, but the number of employees, just give us a little bit of that background for our audience so they understand kind of what you're navigating, you know, um, in your leadership role. Yeah, so uh, thank you for this opportunity uh, to actually uh, share a little bit about uh, what I do and what our organization uh, supports. So Circular Health is a 400 plus employee based uh, organization dedicated to individual development disabilities. And uh, what that really means is that we help those individuals who are underrepresented in the IDD space with providing care services as well as technology. Um, our role is to really enable those individuals uh, to live better lives, to have sustainable lifestyles so that they can actually work and live independently. So we do that through our employees. Uh, we are geographically dispersed. So we are a remote first organization, but we are headquartered in the Columbus, Ohio uh, market and area. And most of our work is detailed throughout the entire state of Ohio. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, um, so, you know, so 
and and you're so you're leading all people operations for circular health right yes. so now you have cooperation got it got it and so so and you know i know from from our conversations previously you know uh, you know the the idea of culture it's almost if you don't have a culture you don't have a company right it's that important right, right? and so um you know but but when you have this remote first environment and people are not you know, seeing each other, they're not feeling that same sense of connection. Talk to us a little bit about that, how that, how you navigate that. How do you still create, you know, that sense of belonging, right? How do, how do you create that sense of community? Um, are there any kind of stories or examples that you can share, you know, or insights uh, that you've, that you found as you've navigated this? Yeah, so our organization has always thrived on being a remote first um, organization, and we have a remote first approach. Uh, we believe in creating a community within the actual organization itself. Uh, we want our employees to feel connected at all times, um, whether that's through all of our mechanisms, such as Slack. Um, we also have um, monthly meetings, which we consider a band meeting. It's a business um, and news day where we allow our employees to actually manage that process. And they're able to create the newsworthy information and share that collectively um, as a group. If there's any opportunities um, for our employees to work across the aisles, we promote that collaborations. Um, that is one of the ways that we're able to not only integrate um, our system and our processes, but everyone is working on the same page. Everyone is actually speaking the same speak and mm -hmm. everyone is working together. So we operate on a system of one and that's what we've been able to do um, successfully for the last two years and be in a remote force environment. It's important to us to um, really um, focus on our employees' well-being. Um, so we're always asking, you know, how are you doing? You know, if there's any help that you need in order to really build that trust with all of our team members. Got it. So, so let me, let me go back to, you said, you said uh, a band meeting, right? So yes, tell me more about band. this. Track up the band. Yeah. So okay. we actually kicked off uh, this, uh, this actual system this year. So originally we had what I would consider just, you know, the regular meetings where you just give an update and just a rundown and it felt um, really unauthentic and okay. more systematic, like a checkoff list. So the band was developed to really get the feedback from our employees and band is an acronym. It does stand for business and news day. And so employees are able to contribute um, to that monthly meeting, share information about what they're really working on before we weren't able to hear from like each department and every level of the organization. And by holding those meetings, we're able to have all of this information from all of our employees. They're all participating and they have a say and what's happening with the organization. So it has been proving um, really well in terms of our communication, employee yeah. love it. Um, we do have an opportunity at the end where we try to incorporate some fun, um, but it's a little different and atypical in what we had before when we had our, our business meetings. They were just strictly business, um, but this gives a portion um, devoted to employee engagement and also plays a way for our employees to participate in the company. I love, I love this Angelique. So, cause I know that, you know, all hands. So, so it's one of these things, like what I hear 
people want the all hands meetings because they want to feel like they're in the loop and they're but then but then it's like oh gosh we have another all hands meetings and it's like oh you know it's the same old checklist right and so so i love the ideas in terms of you know getting people to take some ownership of the updates in that meeting as well or sharing the news sharing the the milestones when so 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 i'm kind of digging into this a little bit because i think this is something with a lot of leaders just they're not sure how to how to how to really enhance that experience. They know they need to do it. They know what's important, but you know the feedback isn't that great. And so, so do you? So, so do employees submit ideas to be included or how, talk? Just I, I know I'm kind of getting into the weeds, but I think it's really yeah. interesting. It could be helpful. So, how does this work? Like, how do you? Is this like this has this yeah. replaced your all hands meetings? And this is now? Yeah. So okay. it it essentially had replaced our all hands meeting. Our what we consider um, our cub meetings were basically centered only on business. You know, we yeah. never really heard from anyone beyond the management level. With the band meetings, this allows those individuals who are working uh, independently and are doers of the organization have a say in what happening and they can actually showcase the work that they're doing. And it's important for us, for all of our employees to have a voice that they're able to really influence what's happening with our work and our operations. And with the band meeting, we've been able to truly demonstrate that. Um, So typically at least a week prior, we try to solicit um, feedback from our employees on, you know, some of the topics that they would like for us to uh, showcase and what they would like to discuss as a part of that meeting. So we could designate anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes for, you know, one or two employees um, to showcase them what's happening in their area. And it's important for us for every employee to understand our entire operations. So Mm -hmm. what someone does in our direct service department in terms of operations versus engineering is totally different but it all plays into one and it all integrates into one. So it's important for us to understand where that person is working at and what they're doing and where the other employee is actually working on as well and how that works together to form our team. No, this is, uh, you know, so, so one of the things that we try to do on the show and it's why I'm loving this is just to just give other leaders practical ideas that they can just take and apply to their team. Right. And so, you know, what I'm hearing you and what I'm kind of going through my mind is, Hey, you know, a lot of companies use like a pulse survey kind of tool to get employee feedback. Well, Hey, one of that, one of those pulses could be before the next all hands or band meeting. And like you're saying, give us some topics that people are interested in in learning more about. And then the, you know, we're able to focus that meeting on the things that are going to be most meaningful. Love that. So thank you for for sharing that that nugget of wisdom from from your leadership there, Angelique. So thank you. Um, I do want to go back to um, one of the things you said um, that that's important is around um, the the well being of your people, right? right? And and what what we hear from a lot of leaders right now is, and obviously I know Circular Health, you know, you're focused on improving the health of your community. Um, but one of the things we hear is, yes, people are working from home. But that actually translates into people working more. <laughs> um, yes. And there's, you know, sometimes there's not even a bathroom break in between these Zoom meetings, right? And, and it's just back to back. And so people feel burnout, right? I know I've experienced this. Um, so, you know, talk to us a little bit about how do you, from your from your role, from an HR leadership, how do you, how do you address that? How do you monitor that? Are there things that you've put in place at the organization to help improve that? Love to get your perspective on, on overall mental health, wellness, burnout. 
Yeah, so it is so important for us and essential to us as an organization to focus on wellness and overall well-being of our employees. One of the things that we focus on is a part of our total rewards is offering that as a benefit. We provide a mental health uh, wellness subsidy for our employees to actually get um, assistance um, through any um, licensed practitioner, and they can actually have that benefit as well as their eligible dependents. In addition to that, we do have a wellness development uh, benefit as well, which provides upward to about $500 stipend where employees can actually purchase fitness equipment, um, anything that will actually add to their greater well-being. In addition to that, we offer unlimited PTO. We feel it's a need that our employees are well-rested, they're well-charged in the work that they're doing. So with that unlimited PTO, that gives them the discretion of taking that time off and managing their own time uh, for their families and the things that they want to do. Additionally, we encourage at least as a part of that unlimited PTO that our employees take at least three days off per quarter. So if we notice that someone hasn't done that, the the goal of that manager is to nudge that employee like, hey, you haven't taken any time off this quarter. You definitely need to take the time off to recharge. And we do have focus time where we devote that time only to ourselves. If we need to take a walk or if we need to go out and just to take a quick break, that time that's placed on your calendar for focus time, there's no meeting scheduled. uh, There's no plan scheduled. That time is devoted to you. So again, it's essential for us that our employees are really focused on their well-being because they're pouring into other individuals and we want them to be able uh, to operate on full instead of empty. Yeah, no, um, you know, I respect you and appreciate the fact that you're doing that for your people. I, I, I hear that this is a you know, this is a, an issue that this is across industries. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is something that leaders are are kind of dealing with. Um, in the show notes, if if it's okay, I'd love to to maybe list a couple of the the mental health uh, resources that maybe that that you found effective or that you offer today, and, and we can make that available for other leaders, depending on what you know what what's appropriate or makes sense there. Um, one of the things that we've done at at our company, um, we actually Im- instituted what we call a, a quarterly day of rest. Um, and, and we just shut the company down one day, a quarter, and then the employees get to pick what day it is. Um, and so no meetings, no emails, you know, just, you know, you are not supposed to work. Right. And because, because what we found a lot of times people go, go away on vacation, but then the work's piling up, (laughs) you know, they feel that. Right. And so, um, so I love the fact that you're in addition to saying, Hey, we, 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 there's unlimited PTO making sure that people are actually using that too. Um, I think, I think is important. So, um, love that focus, um, you know, as well in terms of just, you know, again, supporting your people overall culture. Um, and, uh, it's so important. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely important. I think we have worked so long in a hustle mentality where employees feel like they're going to be recognized for working through their vacation or PTO. Yeah. So our encouragement is for you to really exercise the PTO, take that time off to regroup. Um, again, just recharge yourself so that you're able to really optimize your working productivity and you're able to do your best work. Yep. Yeah, totally. Um, totally makes sense. So, so, and this kind of leads into my next question. So one of the 
the the trends, um, I'll call it, um, or just the overall movement that we see right now is that a lot of organizations they're doing a, a you know a lot of good things from an employee engagement perspective, but they're kind of in silos. Meaning, hey, we're we're we have this uh, DEI initiative, or we have this wellness committee, or we have this years of service award, you know. But all of these things are part of what we call that employee experience. And what right. we're starting to see from leaders is that they're actually putting in place what an employee experience strategy, and it's becoming mm -hmm. part of their operations. And in some, in some cases, they even have dedicated roles that are focused on their employee experience strategy. So I wanted to get your perspective. Um, you know, is this something that you're seeing in the industry? Are you, is, are, is, do you kind of look at it this way at Circular Health? I just wanted to you know, what are you seeing around employee experience strategy? How have you uh, implemented anything related to that? Um, just want to get your your take on 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 that trend as well. Yeah, it's uh, ironically you say that that it's a trend, and that's something that's probably been you know in focus for a number of years, but employers are just starting to um, grasp it. Mm -hmm. um, it's important that the employee experience is one that, you know, you take from when you start recruiting uh, for that potential candidate or applicant. That's one of the approaches that we take um, at the organization. We treat all of our applicants, all of our candidates with a white glove approach. We want them to feel like they're welcome, that the experience was a great one. It's also an experience that they can truly tell someone else about. Um, even yeah. from the first interaction that they have with our talent acquisition specialists, that interaction we hope is one that they will consider us as their employer. So we start from day one, from the way that we recruit, the way that we actually onboard. What is that onboarding experience? Have they gotten any um, interaction with their manager? That manager usually reaches out a week prior to that person starting to make that connection, you know, to introduce themselves, welcome them to the team. How is their day one? Is there, yeah. you know, are they getting um, any feedback from the team members that they're currently going to work with and how are they fitting in? And we also uh, conduct an actual survey within the first week of their start just to get feedback on how that onboarding experience was, how the recruitment experience, 90 days after that, we're collecting more information to get feedback uh, from that actual new hire on how that experience is. And for our existing employees, we conduct stay interviews to get that feedback because we're continuously trying to evolve and create an experience where everyone feels like they're connected, they feel like they belong, and they're a part of a greater organization. So yeah. I think it's so important um, to any organization, any company, any culture, that it's not really a strategy that is just embedded in your full operations. I love um, so so you shared a lot of uh, great uh, just kind of learnings there. I wanted to I wanted to kind of unpack a couple of those because um, I want to make sure that other leaders are going to be able to you know take take you know take this and 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 hopefully apply to their organization. So um, so one you know you mentioned like on day one right you know talent acquisition like that and so so and I'm just thinking to myself what you know how much time do we spend on mapping out what our customer experience is like we right. like, I mean, everything goes to that. Right. And, and it's like, 
you know, but wait a minute, like if we don't take care of our people, like how are they going to take care of our customers? Right. And so to me, they're right. linked, right. Employee experience equals a positive customer experience. Right. And so I love how yeah. on you're talking day one, you know, what is that, the, that experience that, that they're going to have um, with the talent acquisition, you know, the recruiting process and so forth. Love how the manager actually is reaching out ahead of the start. And, and then you're actually doing surveys. You're actually getting feedback on, on, you know, the first, within that first, you know, 90 days, um, you know, what is that experience? So, you know, love, love all of those, um, you know, those types of things. So, so, and then, and then you said, you said stay interviews. So talk to us a little bit about that. Do you do this like quarterly? How often are you doing stay interviews? Yeah, so our stay interviews um, actually are biannually. So we reach okay. out to existing employees. So it's one thing to get the feedback from employees that are new to the organization. It's really important to get the feedback from employees who are here. So yeah. why are you here? You know, what encourages you and motivates you to remain in your role and grow with the company? So that feedback to us is really essential too in improving that employee experience. So yeah. we solicit that back through six questions, really targeted questions uh, to the employee just to get their feedback. And there's an option for them to drop in free form commentary to share with us on how we can improve, better improve the employee experience. And that has helped us to shape even our total rewards offering in terms of our benefits and what we provide yeah. to our employees. So that information is not only helpful, but it also creates and curates a more improved employee experience. Really, really like that, Angelique. I mean, you know, I know a lot of leaders. It's it it it's conceptually they 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 understand and agree to the idea of having strong engagement, but mm -hmm. but the the common kind of thing I hear is well, but there's no data, right? It's it, right. it's kind of a you know it, it it's not uh, objective, right? And so what you're sharing through these stay interviews you actually have a data-driven approach to your engagement. Um, and so then you can be proactive when it comes to the employee experience strategy. So um, love that. Love that. Um, just how data is essential. That. Yeah, yeah it's essential to validating uh, some of the, uh, I, I would say some of the issues that we have within retention. So once you have that data, you can actually validate the reasons why your employees are leaving and some of the reasons that you can actually try to improve in retaining that staff. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that that knowledge with us here. So, so Angelique, this has been wonderful. Um, so just, just so much appreciation for you as a leader sharing, you know, just your lessons learned. Right. And I know previously you told me that you've through your career have been almost every level within the, the HR, um, you know, world, um, from entry level to now C level. Um, so, so as we wrap up today, you know, one of the things, again, we try to, you know, really provide our audience with just the, you know, you know, it, you know, actionable next steps, things that they can take and 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 have value with with their team. Is there anything that comes to mind as something that you would leave our audience with in terms of, you know, employee experience, burnout, remote work, belonging? How can they just continue to elevate, you know, that their employee experience inside of their organizations? Yeah. So when I think about, you know, being in every level of, yeah. of those roles and positions, um, it always centers back to the employee. If you want to create a great company, consider your employee. 
It's one thing to look at what other organizations are doing and modeling and trying to adopt those practices, but focus on your current environment, your current culture. What are your employees asking for? What are your employees seeking? How can you better improve that employee experience? So it's one that the employee not only remains with you, but also tells other people. Um, statistics do prove through Gallup that an employee who is truly engaged will remark to a, a close friend or a close loved one how they love working for that organization. And you want to be that organization that others can tell others to tell others about Absolutely. you. So creating and designing a culture that is one welcoming, uh, that your employees have a community and they feel like they belong. Also a company that focus on the overall well-being. I know it's important for us to focus on being fiscal stewards and being uh, very <laughs> responsible about profitability, but we also yep. have to focus on our employees. There's a lot that they're facing out in the real world. And unfortunately, that is being brought into the actual workplace. So how can you combat those issues and help your employees navigate as they're trying to work while also maintaining a balance with their personal lives? When you're able to do all three of those things and bring those things together, you can create a great culture, one where your employees feel like they belong, one that they can contribute to. And Thirdly, a company that can stand on the premise that you have a sound organization and one that is really recognizable uh, within um, any other employer. So I just think it's really important just to focus on those things and do the, what's best uh, for your staff and for your employees. I love that. Thank you so much, Angelique. And, you know, no greater compliment to have an employee, you know, refer and just share, hey, you want to work at this company because of the belonging, the the, yeah. the caring, the culture that you, that you mentioned. So um, thank you again for your leadership, being a purpose-driven leader, uh, you know, inside of your organization, but the, the you know, the, the community um, at large. Um, so we are grateful for, for you joining us today. And um, thank you again for sharing all of your knowledge on The Great Retention. Thank you. That wraps up another edition of The Great Retention. Thank you for joining us and being a leader who genuinely cares about recognizing and empowering the everyday hero and the team members around you. We are proud to support your leadership journey and grateful for your support of this podcast. If you haven't already, please rate the show on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend. This helps us get this content in front of more aspiring people-first business leaders. If you'd like more perspectives on how to create exceptional cultures around award-winning talent, go to coolleaf.com and sign up for our newsletter to get them straight into your inbox two times per month. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the help from our production team at Chat with Leaders Media. Learn how you can launch your own podcast to grow your business at chatwithleaders.com. Thanks again for listening. Now go be people-first leaders by celebrating and connecting your people today. HR professionals, thanks for listening. As promised, this episode of the Cool Leaf podcast is valid for 0.5 professional development credits towards SHRM CP, SHRM SCP, and HRCI recertification. To claim your SHRM credit, please visit www.coolleaf.com slash podcast slash SHRM. To claim your HRCI credit, please visit www.coolleaf.com slash podcast slash HRCI. 
Complete the three-question form to receive your certification code. That's coolleaf.com slash podcast slash SHRM and coolleaf.com slash podcast slash HRCI.